0: Hey, it's Bill Simmons. Today's episode of Channel 33 is brought to you by SeatGeek, the presenting sponsor for my podcast, as well as the only fan-friendly app for buying and selling tickets for sports and music. With just two taps on your phone, you can instantly buy SeatGeek tickets to an event, and you can enter that event just using your phone. No paper tickets. Drop your old ticket app. Use one that's built for 2016. Download the free SeatGeek app or go to SeatGeek.com. And don't forget to check out my fairly new website, the ringer.com for the very best in sports tech and pop culture coverage. And don't forget about the ringer podcast network, which features keeping It 1600 The watch channel 33 shack house and our ringer shows for the NFL, NBA and MLB. And finally, don't forget about my new television show. Any given Wednesday, which runs every Wednesday night at 10 PM on HBO. And reruns on HBO Now, HBO Go, and HBO On Demand. And now, without further ado, here is Juliette Littman and Amanda Dobbins.
1: Welcome to Jam Session. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm Amanda Dobbins. Very special guest today. The one and only Bill Simmons. Hi, guys. Hi, Bill. Hi,
0: ladies. <laughs>
1: How are you? This
0: is my daughter's favorite podcast, so well, I have to do a cameo. But miss, I'm just, people love this Zoe. podcast, so I'm just, I'm here to set some pics. <laughs> okay. Do your thing.
1: Okay. Okay. Great. Um, well, extremely large celebrity news this week: Kim Kardashian was robbed at gunpoint in Paris, and I'm happy
2: to report that we have like a very special report from the front lines. <laughs> In the sense that Juliette Littman, where were you? I was in Paris, you that were in night. Paris the night that Kim Kardashian
1: was robbed. Look Is that at this. True? Yes. Jam Session International. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe it. I was so close to the scene of the crime.
0: Why are you wearing a $1 million diamond necklace? <laughs>
1: <laughs> All of my jewels are shining so brightly right now. Bill, do you actually know the ring that was stolen?
0: It was, her engagement ring got stolen, right? It was, no, it was a ring. new
1: ring that Kanye oh. gave her. It was like a very large, like rectangular diamond. I don't like that ring. And doesn't it
2: have the Adidas logo in the diamond yeah, I because think so. it was meant
0: to
1: celebrate his
2: like his fashion deal with Adidas?
0: How do you sell that on the black market?
2: Right, this that's is a my great question, question with, this, actually, with the jewelry.
0: How do you sell it?
2: Apparently. <laughs> I've been reading a lot about oh, black good. market jewelry sales. Yeah. you can smash the diamond into smaller pieces uh. in a way that it's not traceable. But that's like that's on the legitimate market. People have been making the case that on the black market, really anything goes. No one's asking questions.
1: I mean, on the black market, the value is probably way higher if you keep it intact, right? It's like this is like the new like liqueur de la mer, you know, the heart of the ocean from Titanic. Yeah, that's
2: very true. Though I still, I guess, I don't really understand like the end game of the black market generally. I don't really either. I, I
0: love the black market. I love the dark <laughs> internet. I'm afraid to venture into any of those areas, but they I sound know, but, so exciting. I
2: mean, you know, I'm, I'm sure that I sound like a economics idiot right now, and I'm very sorry, but if you can never sell any of it, then how does it have value? It's just like a closed system that they're I think working what you in. said
0: was right about breaking down the diamonds. Okay, I have a question. Yes. Okay. Am I a bad person that my immediate reaction to the story was that they rigged it because they're the Kardashians? Or are the Kardashians bad people because that was my reaction?
1: I already thought they were bad people, so no argument for me there. Uh, I think a lot of people had that reaction that you did it's
0: just an instantaneous reaction yeah. right like oh what's their end game here this uh, this is a great story for them it'll make them the victims and all that but then I was like who would do that it's like even the most really evil gruesome. person on the earth yeah. wouldn't do that I think
2: it's I think it's a completely understandable instantaneous reaction and then I yeah. think as soon as you read the part where she was like tied up bound and, was, and, like, and gagged and she was like and she says I was afraid I was going to be raped then that's when this becomes no right. Longer. you don't yeah. you have
0: to be a legitimately evil person but Absolutely. my instantaneous Reaction was like, oh come on, that didn't happen. And then the details start coming out, like, oh shit, yeah, yeah. Plus that really the, happened.
1: The real kicker is that she was completely like covered in like a drape as she was getting on her private plane, not wanting to be photographed. And as someone points out in our Ringer Slack, it's like the first time ever that Kim totally. Kardashian didn't want to be photographed. So you know, I think is very real. She went through something horrible. I mean, how horrible. Could, how could you ever like be alone and ever again when that happens to you? Totally.
2: And you have to imagine. She just must be terrified because now they're prime targets. And yeah. I was, like the details of it have been so publicized in a way that makes me think other thieves are like, okay, but now what can we do? She must be terrified.
0: So I did a lot of Google deep diving on the bodyguard. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, who was out with her sisters that night. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's like, tough. if Courtney I have a full-time Kendall. bodyguard, why? and I'm in a foreign country, I would want my full-time bodyguard in my room with me.
1: Is he her personal bodyguard or the family's know. bodyguard?
0: He's the
2: family's bodyguard. And my understanding is... Is that they actually do trade bodyguards a fair amount, like that hmm. they have a family. I, I think probably at this point, Pascal is detailed specifically to Kim. Mm-hmm. But I think that like they, maybe they pay a family rate. I don't know. They're kind of on the show and reading things. There are kind of references like, oh, well, they took my security or X, Y, Z. So I think that it is kind of interchangeable in a way that turns out to not be ideal.
0: Haven't they seen Taken? Taken happened <laughs> in Paris. I'm that a that movie scared yeah, me about Paris. I wouldn't want to be there with all my jewelry.
2: Well so follow up about Pascal, yeah. uh who is her bodyguard. Body um
0: the worst spider garden in the world. I mean, well,
2: he's certainly fired, right? Well, also, hope so. The news just came out that he filed bankruptcy. Mm. Filed oh. bankruptcy oh. last oh. month. Like there are some
1: issues going Ooh. on with the
2: security company.
1: There's now Ooh. the whole torrent of stories that say this was like an inside job that mm. they think someone in the security detail like helped out the robbers. So a bank. This this feels very night of, you know, with yes. like a bankruptcy well, s- situation. So I
0: have a couple more questions. So okay. she's obviously staying at a super nice hotel, right?
1: Yeah, I looked into well, that.
2: Well, okay. Yes. However, it's not like not like the
1: plaza hotel.
2: Exactly. Or the four seasons or whatever. She's staying in sort of a special celebrity hotel that's called what was it, the no name hotel like no yeah. address hotel. And it's it's essentially I think it's Hotel de Portales. Like a boutique,
0: like but not
2: But it's basically like a Airbnb on true steroids. Yeah. That um caters to celebrities and like extremely rich people who wanna be able to rent a whole apartment.
1: Yeah, it's like a really it's like renting a condo for a week, basically. Leo uses this hotel. That's what often. I would do too. I'd rather stay there than at a hotel. Right. I, w-
0: I would judge all my hotel decisions by Leo uses this hotel. Okay. <laughs> that's to me. He vets everything. Right. So, but,
2: and th- I think there is a concierge because I was a little confused about this as well as all the
1: information was coming out. Also, the word hotel is used fast and loose in Paris. Yeah, that's true. Like a lot of things are hotel. Right. Like- but then it could be really anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, four in So, Julia, did you use
0: a ski mask, or did you just take, what, did, what was your plan? How many people were you with when you robbed her?
1: Um, it was a solo mission, just me. <laughs> Went in on my own. Cat burglar style. In yeah, exactly. the window. I wore all black. I watched Ocean's
2: 12 in advance to prepare. I was going to say, is this like a Thomas Crown Affair thing, where you hired the whole bungling security yeah. team to like get on the cameras and make a big exactly. deal, and you just like swooped in?
1: I watched tons of heist movies all week, okay. and on my final evening on my vacation, I was like I'm going to rob Kim Kardashian Phil, where, that's what sounds fun
2: where are you on the 1999 film The Thomas Crown Affair starring Pierce Brosnan I'm not you're not
0: I'm not on it have you, you ever seen
2: it Do you know I'm that not it's
0: positive an, I've ever seen it
2: it's an essential jam session film I think you is would it like really it. yes I think you'd like it please too. don't watch
1: it uh, with your children okay. I'm sure you like Rene Russo I did. Yes, I did like her for a long time. She's good in this. Yeah, it's like it's like. 1999
0: was such a good year for movies. I don't feel like I saw all the movies I needed to see from that year. As opposed to this year, where there was like no good movies.
2: I'm going to be honest and say that this is a very specific Amanda and Juliet opinion, (laughs) and that there are other people in the world who do not think that the 1999 Thomas Crown Affair is a great work of cinema. But it checks a lot of our boxes. Totally, movie takes place in a museum.
1: Oh. Great clothes. I do think it's brasnet at his peak. Definitely, Fi- a, a romance is ultimately more important than anything else in the movie. Yeah,
0: that's a, that's a big staple for you. Yeah,
1: that's the most important <laughs> thing for me. The romance has to be the most important narrative arc, even if it's not the only. Except for arc. my
0: best friend's wedding, where. There was no romance at the end. I don't care just for that sad. movie that much. Yeah. Oh,
2: really? Because it's
0: sad. Davins and I love that one. Yeah, it's yeah. A top,
2: I think it's in my top five. Give me a happy ending. But I had a real moment with the soundtrack when I was like 12. Sure. Because that's when it came out, and you know, they
1: do the Dionne Warwick song, and then it was great. I like the opening song, too. Oh Yeah, that's nice. Squeeze him and hug him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
0: my daughter was watching... Um, the Timberlake Mila Kunis movie
1: Friends of Benefits
0: yeah because a lot of these like TBS Mm -hmm. and We and all these different cable channels they oxygen they show
2: yeah no it's a really great time they show them
0: they're all edited so it's actually like totally I don't have to worry about oh is there some scene right that movie's pretty good and, and it really struck me that he's just not a good actor Justin Timberlake he's just not good like no. that movie actually should have been really good Mila Kunis was all in like she was really working it in that has movie. she
1: ever been bad name one bad she's Mila Kunis she's good in that movie
0: I bet she's bitter about that movie
1: probably
0: that movie should have worked that should have been the win. Harry met Sally for
1: yeah, but like they got, a generation they got screwed by no strings attached yeah yes and also, who was the guy in *No Strings Attached*? Natalie Portman
0: and Ashton
2: Kutcher. Oh right, Ashton. And then you have Minnie Kaling. I don't know if Reddick. I
0: saw that one. What was that one?
1: It, it was, the was same, that was a rival. Yeah, it was also a friend. <laughs> yeah, it was the Benefits same movie that came out oh, the no. same year. Yeah. It's like
0: the two Exactly. And like, yeah. just
1: imagine if you'd switched, we could have gotten Mila and Ashton together so much sooner. Uh, That's so true. In a rom com together, no less. I mean, yeah. obviously, it would have brought them together. Well, have you
0: noticed Mila Kunis is one of like five? female actresses of the last 20 years that men and women yeah. equally like. It's Definitely. such a rare thing. It's
2: very true. Where I the women
0: don't nitpick and the guys all... But sometimes it gets swing the other way and this time it's just everybody I likes will her. say
2: this. She's peak cool girl in the gone girl sense. Are you familiar with this phenomenon? What's that? So there's... It's... There's this passage in the book *The Gone Girl*, but it's about the cool girl, and she's the one who like hangs out with the guys and drinks beer. Oh. It's like I don't mind that you go. It's her out. Sarah Marshall and, character. Yeah, and I find Mila Kunis very charming, and I liked it when she yelled at that reporter in Russian.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, she has some. She has some cool girl vibes. She's playing. I think she's courting both sides. Oh, in that they're way. courting.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so who's the next? Who's a replacement?
1: For Mila? I don't think we have one yet. We've got so many, like, petite, like, indie gals coming up. And it's just a little boring to me. Very mani- Very all the same. Very vanilla.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, in the same way that we can't get a male movie star because yeah. they don't. They only make superhero movies.
1: And so you get, like, Chris Evans. I was thinking about this. I feel like Zoe Kazan really kind of set the tone for this whole crop of young women coming up. But she just gets no credit and is, like, not really famous. Zoe
2: Kazan over Greta
1: Gerwig. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I think she's a little bit more twee, like in the movie What If. Zoe Kazan has a great Twitter. Does she? I've never checked it out. She's
2: really present and is engaging with the internet and paying attention. Um, Cool. And like knows what's going on, but has good self-awareness. I also just remember, I'm trying to remember which sports game she had taped for her boyfriend, who's Paul Dano. And then Paul Dido. And then she live. Weird she live tweeted him watching it and losing his mind. It was a really big one, but I it's sports, <laughs> so I forget. I think
1: I don't know. All um, right, yeah. Um, wait, you just reminded me of something that was not on the agenda, but I really want to talk about. Yes, Ben Foster and Laura Prepon. Oh being yeah, engaged. Yes, okay. Bill's making a weird face right now. You want to expand on that face?
0: All right, so I there's Be a, careful. there's an answer to this question. Yeah, there is. What's the weirdest celebrity couple of all time? Um, There's an answer.
1: I, I have it. You you don't know what it is.
0: No, I know what it is. There's an answer, and I have it's, the answer.
1: It's Terrell Owens and Claire, Claire Crawley from The Bachelor.
0: No, that's that's not mainstream <laughs> enough. The answer is Loud Lovett and Julie Roberts. That's the oh, weirdest celebrity couple we've ever had. So I, I judge all celebrity this. couples on the weird scale by that couple.
1: That yeah. kind of reminds me of Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani, also really weird. I think when you throw a country music star in the mix, it just gets bizarre.
0: Well, then, when he looks like Lyle Lovett, he was yeah. the chef in Shortcuts. I mean, <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Did he and Joy
2: Roberts actually get married? They or?
0: married, and then yeah. yeah, it's really tough. She had Julia really missed her window with the, in the Us Magazine, Star, TMZ, Culture of just yeah. how weird she got for like three years. Like, she was getting married and ran off with the best man of the wedding and didn't get married. And t- and two famous actors were involved. Like That, that happened now. That would be like 10 Wait, straight so jam sessions.
2: Runaway Bride is real? Yeah. I had for Jason Patrick and Kiefer Sutherland. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She was marrying I Kiefer Sutherland. I totally blocked that out. I and totally blocked it. She ran away Jason Patrick. With the best man, I'm Jason sorry. Patrick. This, was, this happened. They went was, to Ireland. <laughs> I was just focused on how she legit thanked Benjamin Bratt in her Oscar speech, which is like something you can never undo, that yeah. Benjamin Bratt is the person you're thanking. When you finally won your Oscar, I really wanted them no to shots, make it.
1: No shots to Benjamin Bratt. I loved them together. I love the movie *Miss Congeniality*, and therefore I love Benjamin Bratt.
0: But you know that that one failed my theory. Why? You, the the two actors were one's way more successful than the other. Oh, can yeah. last? Can never last, yeah. especially when the when the actor is the least successful. Always always backfires.
1: Let's go back to Laura Prepon and Ben Foster. Yes. Sorry. so Laura Prepon is Scientologist, like famously so.
2: <laughs> and Not you're just really, <laughs> Bill's, keep it in, Bill.
0: It's very close to our Sunset Gower offices, yes, I'm in, afraid. It can be home. over in five minutes. I live
2: within a
1: mile. We Do we all live within miles? Very,
0: of there? Yeah, I'm very close. studio yeah. right now. I'm looking yeah. for bugs.
1: So Laura Prepon, like, at one point there was a rumor she wasn't doing season two of Orange is the New Black because of her Scientology because she mm. didn't believe in lesbians and that that was proved to be not true she's still in the show but so now she's engaged to Ben Foster who she's been dating for i think for under a year meanwhile he was just dating Robin Wright for like forever and they were engaged and to go from engaged to Robin Wright to engaged to Laura Prepon is really weird and i just have a lot of questions about that and it very fast i mean granted
2: he very and Robin fast. Wright were on and off yes like in the four years so Isn't i she guess she
0: like Fifteen years older than him. Yeah, how old yeah. is Ben Foster?
2: Shout out to Robin Wright, like thirty-five ish.
0: Isn't she? She's older than I am, right? She's, she's like, like 50. over fifty. Yeah, and she
2: looks great, and she, she looks awesome. And they had a, they had a great sex life, That's according, be, according to many interviews yeah. that she gave. That's got to be everyone really said she's like
0: the, the the peak.
1: Yeah, yeah. She's like Princess Robin Buttercup. Wright just walks
0: in a room, it stops the room.
1: Yeah, I mean she's great. First, though, it just must have been a very intense relationship, and I'm just now certain Ben Foster is like the weirdest man in Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, I sort of suspect.
0: Well, he did the whole PD thing for the Lance Armstrong movie was was weird.
2: Did he go on?
0: Yeah, he talked about it. It, like, really messed him up. Like, he tried, he did a whole thing, and it, like, messed him up physically. I wish more more people were open open about that. I like that movie.
2: I've never seen it. I just do think, also, you shouldn't get engaged in under a year. No. I just, like, I believe in time limits in life, and that's why. Don't get engaged in under a year. If you are at home listening, and you just met someone, and you think that this is the one, like, please wait until your first anniversary. <laughs> like, do you disagree?
0: No, I, I totally, I mean, I waited. Bill's
1: always telling people to slow down and I waited three and
0: a half years to get engaged, and then another year and a half to get married.
1: <laughs> that seems totally reasonable. It's a big decision. It's, you were young, too. It's not like
0: buying a car. It's also, not like, oh, what car should I get? It's like, this is somebody you're going to spend... 60 to 80 years with it's
1: different in your 20s and your 30s too like you were in your 20s right when you
0: got engaged no i was in my 30s uh yeah
1: it's a it's just a really weird couple i i can't i can't get over it i need some more information about ben foster's scientology involvement now
0: what's your weird couple power rankings right now right now yeah
1: that's it's i don't know if Do you include couples
0: them. like to me i you can't sleep on travolta and kelly preston
1: I'm so disturbed. Seeing her at I the, mean, at well, I the mean, Grammy, again. what
0: was it? The Grammys, called Emmys. Emmys.
1: She was unrecognizable, but she's been through a lot. Her son died. It's horrible. Yeah. So uh, again, can't falter. I'm sorry, I can't falter.
2: I like don't want to speak too freely here, but there's a common thread between the relationships that you're talking about and Scientology. I, like, yeah, I just uh, I think that there's a lot at work here. Yeah. in sort of matching like matchmaker type ways yeah what do you, that makes me really so katie
0: holmes like she does what eight years with cruise
1: yeah it was from 2005 seven. to 2012 i think so that's seven yeah it was 2012 I, do you I think she's remember.
0: just never like what kind of legal documents exist like is she because she dates jamie fox now like at three in the morning right they're in bed and she's and she's crying and he's like what's wrong and she's like i can't talk about it i said like there's no way she doesn't talk to him at some point about some of this right yeah and then jamie fox has all this information
1: i want to venture to say i bet jamie fox has bigger secrets than katie holmes i'm just gonna throw that out there
0: jam session
1: (laughs) (laughs) i just think that jamie fox is weird like for example jamie fox brought us ed sheeran Like, what are you doing with your world that you're responsible for the career of Ed Sheeran?
0: He brought us Ed Sheeran? Yes.
1: Jamie Foxx has a radio show called, like, The Fox Hole or something. And there's, like, an open mic portion of it. It's, like, live from a bar. this is literally my (laughs) worst nightmare. And Ed
2: Sheeran open mic.
1: Yeah. Ed Sheeran performed at it. And then Jamie Foxx is like, wow, why don't you use my home studio to record your demo? And, like, as a result, we now have Ed Sheeran, who is, like, the biggest superstar in pop music.
0: And maybe my least favorite. It's It's either him or Nico and Vince.
2: Oh, man. Ed Sheeran is mine. It's inexplicable. I went to a uh, Jingle Ball, you know, like the radio station with a bunch of teens like three or four years ago. The man was wearing a long sleeve black T-shirt with a lime green short sleeve T-shirt over it. And just like, I, you know, I'm not going to comment on looks, but like. Lime green and red hair do not go together. <laughs> That's just like a basic combo. It is very Christmassy, though. No, <laughs> I mean, I guess. And I just watched like a whole generation of teen women like shrieking and screaming with glee at Ed Sheeran. And it made me really concerned for America. We like make That fun was of, a real problem.
0: In the Simmons car, we make fun of Ed Sheeran yeah. songs. Ben hates him. My son Ben hates him the most. Like, he'll come... Because Zoe listens to, like... Uh, I
1: like thinking out on loud. On serious,
0: like, 2 and 3 are the the mm-hmm. hits channels.
1: Right, yeah. And
0: they just play the putt. And when he comes out, Ben's like, get him off!
1: <laughs> just
0: can't stand Ed Sheeran.
1: He had a, a big cameo on Bridget Jones's baby. But they made fun of him, so I was okay with He that. was in on the joke, which I thought was cute.
2: <sighs> I'm just like, it, that's what I needed to say to allow me to move past his involvement <laughs> in a Bridget Jones movie, which
1: you know is very important to me. I'm but, a Sheeran defender.
0: But meanwhile... It's the year of Sean Mendes.
1: That's oh, yeah. true. That's true. Sharon's taking the year off, so now we have Sean Mendes. Sean
0: Mendes is about to claim, I think, these last couple months here.
1: Of the 2016?
0: Yeah. Yeah, um, I think it's time.
1: Some people are into Solange. We're into Sean Mendes over here. Sean Mendes
0: is talented. Talented young <laughs> okay. Canadian.
1: He was wow. on the radio a lot in Paris. Like, a lot. <laughs> Can I do, like, a Bill's, this does not reflect, like, the views of Jam Session type <laughs>
2: That's fine. I like that. Like, young man. I support that I you like what you like. Yeah, that's no, no. true.
0: It's not that I like what I like. It's I hear so much bad music in my car that just there's, there's this rare beam of sunlight every once in a while, and it's a decent Shawn Mendes song. It's like wow, this. So I'm overrating him. There's no question. Sure. I'm just judging him by all the crap that
1: I like. Stitches. He's the song where he's like plucking his guitar. I like that. That's a good one. It's I know catchy. what she did last
0: summer is just a flat-out good song. So here's and here's a, a great thing. title.
1: Like this is. I know what she did last summer. Yes, it go- yeah, was a great it, movie. Yeah, <laughs> heard that one before. Oh. Um, the woman who's on that song with him is Camilla Cabello yeah. from Fifth Harmony, which I yeah. think is weird that she has like a solo song in the, in the middle of her being in a, a
0: group. It's it's Zoe's down common. on her and thinks that the song would have been better with with a slightly better singer. Probably so true. we watch. We've been watching The Voice, mm-hmm. and. Candace Cameron's daughter with Pavel Bure, the famous yes, uh, sure. hockey player, was on the voice. Was she good? And Candace was there, needless to say. Needless They to do say. the backstage with Carson Daly where all they're all rooting for right. somebody to turn around. She wasn't that good, but it, but Adam Levine gave her the gave her the early buzzer turnaround. And then it kind of frazzled her and she kind of fizzled out. Oh. And then Adam Levine was like, You gotta get your nerves under control. It, The whole thing was clearly let's get the Full House Girls' daughter on the show.
2: In her defense. Super awkward. In her defense, I think Adam Levine is handsome, which is like my greatest shame. I do too. I would also be frazzled on live
1: television. The Voice is a very good TV show. It's It's
0: very well done. It's very
1: well done. Very, very well produced. Excellent production. Blake and Adam have amazing chemistry together.
0: Very, they really bust each other. I yeah. never really watched it before, but my, my kids like Miley, so they wanted to watch sure. it. And now we've watched all of them.
1: Mark Burnett doesn't fail. Like, just like he no. makes good stuff. Like it's They basically perfect. took
0: the American Idol corner, which we knew they were trying to do when they were doing it. Yeah. But then they actually did it. Yeah. Now American Idol isn't on the air anymore. I mean, but they have Miley and Alicia Keys in the middle. And you have these aspiring singers who are like, what should we do? Who should I pick? I'm taking Alicia Keys. Like, I'm yeah, sorry. Course. Like,
1: They never pick who? the right people,
0: like, No, the it's like I'm taking Miley's like this oddity. Like she pick, she gets picked, she runs out, she does these weird dances.
1: Yeah. I feel like Alicia
0: Keys would actually help my career. The only thing about
1: Miley is she actually no? is a really talented vocalist. Okay. Like if you like watch some of her acoustic stuff, she is really good. But I agree with you. I would pick Alicia Keys. Although.
0: I think like, Alicia Keys would take it more seriously. I think
1: Adam is everyone's top choice. Like he's like cream of the crop. People want to be on Team Adam. Handsome guy. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to resist. Beautiful wife. Behati Prinsloo. She's really beautiful. I think they just had a child. Congratulations yeah. to them. Congrats. to their parents now. The voice has also been on for like a long time.
0: What else is on your agenda?
1: Um, well, we were going to talk about, we haven't, we're haven't. we not down with Kim. We got to go back. Yeah, we go got to go back to Kim. That we're was good. just like I'm going to go. Keep okay. talking about okay. Kim. Bye, right. Belle. Thanks Bye, for stopping thanks by. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming. You're a first guest, I think. Yeah. All right. Let's talk more about Kim. What a, what a few days it's been with her. I feel, I feel really bad for her. I do too. I, I
2: mean, I know that, you know, I'm more of a Kardashian apologist um, than you are, for example. Sure. Uh, but, you know, I think we were actually talking about something interesting with Bill, which was sort of the initial reaction versus then all of the pretty horrible details yeah. come out. And just thinking more broadly, it's a really weird time to be engaged, like a celebrity gossip fan. Oh, yeah. Because you it's so, get, so dark. You, it's so dark. And, you know, you can't help but kind of the first initial like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. And it's, you know, we have a whole podcast about it. And there's a whole industry built around it. Sure. And I don't feel totally guilty about that. But the, everything just takes these weird turns. And now I just, you know, I feel really bad about Kim. I feel really bad about Brad and Angelina. I know.
1: Oh, my goodness. that's That's a tough one. The thing about Kim is, like, it's just a really brutal crime. Like, it's just so awful. I can't imagine being bound and gagged. Like, I can't think of anything scarier. At gunpoint. Yeah, at gunpoint. And it only took six minutes, but what a terrifying six minutes. Jesus. I know. It also is just, like, it does make me wonder, like, how this will change her public behavior. Absolutely. Because you have
2: to think that they have to have some sort of...
1: Like, okay, this is... Lifestyle change. change. Because
2: they're just so... Visible, and I don't. You know, a lot of people have been blaming them for yeah. that, and I want to be really clear that I don't blame them for that. This is not their fault, and mm-hmm. it's shitty to be like, "Well, Mimi, you shouldn't like Instagram your jewelry. Like, fuck off. That's not fair." Yeah, Carl Lagerfeld said that. Like, Carl should go back to whatever <laughs> his cat. Um, but this is not the first time that they have had kind of threats based on their visibility. Yeah, Did she have a stalker earlier this year? She might have Kylie. Definitely did, Mm -hmm. and there's like a whole plot line on the show about trying to get Kylie to stop location tagging her Snapchats Mm -hmm. because that helps a stalker. Sure, it does. Um, You know, but I, I just think in 2016, with the amount of media and the amount of visibility that they have, it, it is much easier. There's like there's no way around it, and I think at some point you either like hire like a bodyguard ar- army which they might have to do or like you never leave the house yeah basically
1: um i don't know i don't know what i do also i think that like they her emphasis on like you know i'm a mom like it's just like she must feel in, her kids are endangered now. absolutely and that's that's just like the scariest part super terrifying yeah it's interesting also like for it to happen at paris fashion week which is so high profile and like, with her sisters around like just kind of adds to the the story it'd be different if she was like robbed at home but the fact that it's like an international crime in a different city that was like hosting like one of like the biggest like events of the world it just makes the whole thing more dramatic.
2: Yeah, though I just feel I mean it would be scary if she got
1: robbed at home too. Yeah, totally. I would move. Be like, well, I can't be safe here.
2: Yeah, um, I mean you have to assume that they are in the process of moving and totally reconfiguring everything because, like. Their house is searchable. We know all the places where they go. I, I mean, what's interesting about this is that seeking attention and visibility is so much a part of their success. It's her trade. It's their trade. They, like, literally became multimillionaires and huge celebrities because of it. Yeah. So to have to, like, totally... I mean, it's like think, rethinking your way of life, which
1: is so, it's, it's a silly way to put it, but it's also very true. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Also when she doesn't, like what when so much of like the way she makes money is literally through yeah, like explaining where she is and what she's doing, it affects, it affects everything. Luckily, yeah. she's not the only one making money in that family.
2: That's <laughs> true though. I think she kind of in her immediate family is definitely the only one making money.
1: That's true. That's true. I forgot about that. Yeah. Kanye's money troubles from earlier this year, right? Alleged money troubles. We don't even know. Um, let's move on to Angelina, Angie and Brad. Another and, sad thing. Bleh. So we we had a lot of speculation last time we did a podcast. Yeah, and we were there pretty a lot much, of facts, and we were pretty we were totally wrong. We were wrong. Yeah.
2: Um, and we we were wrong in a sad way because it turns out that it's about. So here's what we know. Can we talk about what we know? Sure. And I'm relying pretty heavily on Lainey Gossip, who I think mm. has been doing great work and also kind of like reading the tea leaves of the various sure. tabloids and kind of putting the right importance on who's credible and who's not. Um but from reading her and reading everything else it seems like there was some sort of incident on a plane um between Brad and Angelina and it's not and that he was uh probably inebriated. Right. Um, And even if they're not the time, definitely afterwards. Exactly. And that um, no one knows what really happened, but it was a problem, and she filed for divorce the next day and was trying to get rid of the kids. Yeah.
1: Uh, Trying to keep the kids, Um, which is just really... A bummer. I have to say that I actually really respect Angelina Jolie. Like, yeah. I feel like over the last, like, ten years, it seems like she's committed to, like, her, like, art, her craft. She, uh, everything that she did, like, talking about um, women's health and, like, breast cancer, I think is really commendable. And, I don't know, she just seems to take her kids really seriously. Like, people make fun of them for having so many kids. But they really seem to be the center of her life.
2: Yeah, I've been thinking a lot about, also, it really sucks, um... And it's been interesting to watch kind of the Brad and the Angelina camps and people sort of trying to explain away any potential Brad Pitt behavior. Sure. Um, Which I do think is a little bit to do with that he's a really famous, handsome white male movie star. Um, Agreed. (laughs) And that's tough. Um, And I think, like, we don't know what happened. We don't know what happened. And I don't want to allege anyone. But I, I do respect... It's very clear that in this situation she is trying to do what is best for her kids. Yeah. And I respect that. I agree with you. Um, No matter what else is going on. And we can't really know. And again, that's one of those things where we had a lot of fun and then the reality of it came out. And it's just like there's no no happy ending to this. So bleak.
0: Yeah. It's not
1: like Julia Roberts running off with some different guy, you know? Yeah. It's like a lot sadder. Yeah. What a bummer. (laughs) Also, like... Um, he has a big movie coming out. I'm curious to see what kind of publicity is done for it, for Allied. I completely agree because
2: traditionally in these situations, even if you're a movie star like Brad Pitt, when you sign on, you have a certain number of publicity engagements yeah. that you just have to fulfill. Yeah. And I just think there's no way that they can put him in no. if in you're, front of a camera. If you're
1: from the studio, would you even want him to do it? Because like the storyline would be about him, not the movie, Right.
2: Yeah, though I assume that their rationale is literally anything that gets their movie right a- across the, you know, on people's minds. What's the name of his movie with Angelina? The Sea movie. Oh, by the
1: sea. By the sea. Can yeah. You see that? You know, I have seen gifts. I have not actually. I sat think we down have to do the- a close reading of that movie. Just changes everything.
2: I mean, I guess so. Though again, like I think the sad thing here is that this is not even like a story of a marriage unraveling, yeah. which is what By the Sea is about. And I, I have been thinking a lot about, like, why do I feel better about investing in, like, unraveling marriages? Like, why do I feel okay about that? I get That's sad, too. That involves people and sadness. Sure. But, but I think to, to me, I'm just like, well, shit happens, you know. Yeah. It's people sleep with like, other
1: people. And there's, like, kids who are endangered yeah. versus I mean, that's it. emotional trauma. And
2: there's there's physical harm and there's children yeah. versus adults. Totally. I think we're not going to stop talking about celebrity gossip here. No. Let's just we're human beings. Sure. But uh, it is interesting to kind of interrogate these things cuz I felt bad about it.
1: Let's go back to happy territory. Okay. Um today, Wednesday, there's always Luke Diners, Luke's Diner pop-ups all over America. Oh yeah, I saw I saw the lines. The, the Gilmore girls movie is coming. People are out there it's, waiting for their premium diner coffee. Uh, it came out this week that Alexis Bledel and, and uh, Lauren Graham are each getting 750 gram per episode. So times four, that's $3 million. Times two, between the two of them is $6 million. So that's... Netflix is spending a, a lot of money on these four Gilmore Girls movies. I'm ready. I'm
2: psyched. It's going to revolutionize my Thanksgiving experience. I'm can really I, Can I ask you one thing, though? Yes, yeah, Because uh, I've been thinking about the Luke Diner thing. So... They're doing as promotion, kind of fake Luke Steiner's. Mm-hmm. You can go and wait in a really large line and have like a man in plaid yelling at you. I don't know. Um, <laughs> here's a question that I've always had about. Okay, the government. like could his coffee be that good? No. Because, like, the the way that they show up... Even, and listen, I'm not a coffee snob. I don't like coffee snobs. Like, please don't talk to me about your roasting strategies. Yeah, I went to
1: Starbucks this morning. But I'm good.
2: Yeah, whatever. Just, like, give me some caffeine. But they make such a big deal about how it's the best coffee. And it's, like, they're definitely using an industrial, like, large no coffee thing. no Yeah. I mean, fuck that. I just... <laughs> one, I don't think that that particular coffee can be that good. And I say this as someone who loves and respects diners. But also,
1: I just don't think any coffee can be that materially better than other coffees. I think you can have, like, your favorite kind of brew that, like, maybe you don't know the exact. Like, sometimes, like, my mom will get, like, she'll mix a few different kinds of beans, like, for her special own alchemy. And it's hard to, like, reproduce that. But I agree with, like, in general, it's hard to make, like, one that is so superior to all others. Yeah, and here's a real
2: anxiety I have about the new Gilmore Girls things is that, like, coffee culture has Mm. really advanced since Gilmore Girls went off the air. Not for the better, I would say. I mean, I guess people are making better coffee. Eh, I agree with you. If you have found a way to make coffee that makes your mornings better than like I salute you. But I don't want to hear them chattering about fucking like I can't even think (laughs) of the name right now because it's just like yeah chemexes and like pour overs and whatever nonsense. No blue bottle for you. What are the five worst modern references that could happen in Go More Girls?
1: Things like you just don't want. Hmm. That's a great question. I don't need Tinder humor. No, No. No online dating humor. Um, I mean, they're definitely going to
2: do online dating humor, but like a swipe left joke from the,
1: I don't know. I don't think, I I don't think I want a lot of texting humor or like a lot of like, he didn't respond or like, maybe she didn't get it. Like what do these three dots mean? Yeah. Like answering machines were a big part of the Gilmore Girls universe. And like, let's keep it that way. I don't need any like new visual voicemail. Like I don't want like new technology basically. Yeah. That's a great one. I don't know. What else? I think also um, they both were like pretty bad dressers, in my opinion. Like kind of like... Oh, I think you know I agree on that one. Without even really a time, neither was particularly stylish. I would like for them to stay not stylish.
2: Like... That's fine if they stay not stylish, but please lose the plot lines about how Lorelai is the best dresser on the earth. Lorelai is not... No. Please do not go buy the Lorelai look for yourself. Agreed. No skinny scarves.
1: Also... Not too much politics. Even though Rory ended the show by going to be on the Obama campaign bus, let's leave that. Yeah, I mean I it seems impossible to do politics yeah. because they'll have it's yeah, it's November twenty fifth. So right. Whatever. It'll be
2: after the election. Yes, they're screwed. Maybe America won't exist anymore and it won't be a problem. Oh stop. Sorry. <laughs> um I don't know. It's interesting to think about the Gilmore girls and all of their references just in the context of we've all become like bloggers and people on Twitter and we're just constantly making jokes and references and memes and I like I wonder whether their particular style of writing will feel sort of
1: outdated I feel like Lorelai'd be really into true crime like serial and making a murderer like mm-hmm. I just think those are like up her alley and I wonder if they'll be plugged for like other Netflix shows like making a murderer do they do crossovers on the Netflix no but they do reference like other tv shows on that on Gilmore Girls. yeah that's true so I don't know just feel like she could really be into true crime in this moment she would, she's definitely a binge watcher. Yeah,
2: absolutely. I mean, they were the original binge watchers. Again, this is the thing. It's like we've all caught up. Like it's a whole generation to them. It's a whole generation of Gilmore Girls, like out in the world, which is terrifying. But I'm one of them, so here I am. Me too. I don't know how. Like, can the can the show?
1: keep up or does it feel weird as a result i don't know i'm so excited to find out though i really am
2: you know what we were very nervous about bridget jones baby and then we had a great it went time great yeah so so
1: maybe maybe um let's end on that positive note sounds great thanks for listening thanks to bill simmons thank you bill we'll thank be- you to zoe simmons yeah we'll be back soon we'll we're keeping our eye on you sean mendes Hey guys, this is Mallory Rubin, Deputy Editor of TheRinger.com. I wanted to tell you about a new podcast feed, Ringer University, where Ben Glicksman and I will be hosting a Tuesday college football show and Chris Vernon, the newest member of the Ringer family, will be hosting a Friday gambling preview. We're going to recap the biggest action, preview the most compelling games to come, and talk about all things college football. Make sure to subscribe now to Ringer University on iTunes or wherever else you get podcasts. Thanks for listening.